Hello, and welcome to the 15th episode of the Kicking and Streaming Podcast. I am your host, Johnny Lake, and sitting across from me doing dance moves in his chair, the one, the only, Kevin Hill. Kevin, how's it going? It's going good. Um, having a pretty uh, good week after our week uh, off. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, I'm battling a cold, and I just took some NyQuil, so I apologize if I get a little slurry or sleepy tonight. <laughs> I think uh, you either picked up a cold or picked up what I've been tossing around the apartment, so I apologize for that, but uh, we got our voices in prime shape for podcasting. Yeah. We're talking about crappy movies. This is like the episode where, like, on one of your favorite podcasts, not saying that our podcast is one of your favorite podcasts, <laughs> but I'm assuming for this point that our podcast is one of your favorite podcasts. Like, you wait a week for it, and then you like one of your hosts is sick and sounds like terrible, or is like Skyping in from the middle of nowhere. Or if you listen to like Reply All, they're like, I've been away for a couple weeks on a special project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh boy, here we go. This one's going to be an hour and a half long. Yeah. Now, <laughs> we, don't have, we don't have a lot to say after our week off. No, we, we won't do like investigative journalism. No, no, like no, no, no. But we, we do, uh, yeah. We're just doing uh, us. We do us, here. yeah. And I think we do it pretty well. Personally, we do it well for what we've been given and how we do it. We do decent enough for the expectation. Decent enough for the expectations. When the expectations are low, (laughs) we surpass them. Yes, expectations very low. Under promise and over deliver. That's Mm -hmm. that's my motto. Yeah. Um, So, Kevin, uh, last week, and by last week, I mean two days ago, (laughs) we, we watched. A uh, a little little movie called Love and Honor, mm-hmm. starring um, Liam Liam Hemsworth. Yes, I was gonna say Josh Demel again. No, okay, okay. <laughs> we need I to know, apologize yeah. to our listeners because <laughs> it wasn't Josh Demel or Josh, uh, uh, the other Josh. There's the one Josh uh, from Dawson's Creek. There was a Josh in, uh, in the in the movie. Fringe. Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. So many Joshes in Hollywood. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, stop joshing me. If you want to have a child in Hollywood, don't name them Josh, because there's too many Joshes already. There's too many Joshes. Yeah, so we apologize if you were excited to <laughs> to uh, watch and listen safe to uh, Safe Haven with us. Uh, we were not looking forward to Safe Haven. I think we were slightly relieved that Safe Haven was no longer on Netflix. Yeah, it definitely... Added a little bit of excitement and uncertainty to the podcast, I mm-hmm. would say. Yeah. That that made it feel a little bit uh, more of a fun experience mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, and also the fact that we had to pick a movie on the fly. And I think we did a pretty decent job at picking a pretty bad movie. Oh, no, I'm glad we picked the movie we did. Uh-huh. I think not only was it bad, but I think it was tonally similar to the movie we would have watched, Safe Haven. Mm, I don't think safe haven was set in the 60s well it's it's love and conflict and i imagine a lot of the similar emotional touch points of the movie would have happened at very similar places well you're gonna have to remind me of those emotional touch points because i forget <laughs> them since the characters changed whether they loved each other or not about mm, i don't know every minute of the movie i spent 90 percent of love and honor just trying to figure out what everyone knew. <laughs> because I didn't know what any characters 
just had as far as the information they'd been given. Yes. And, and their part in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what the, like you said, what the characters' motivations were. And I didn't know what their plan was. Mm-hmm. There was There was just no explaining anything. It was a lot of just like, oh, here's a 60s reference. Oh, here's this kind of 60s thing that mm-hmm. we're doing to shoehorn it in. Uh, there's a writer that lives in the house. There's, you know, like the guy proposes to his girlfriend and then she is like making out with another dude. It's very, it, it didn't give me anything to walk away with. I literally don't even know what else to say about it. Well, I think your confusion stems from one scene. And I think this is a great, like the whole movie in general can be described in one scene. It's when they're doing like the riots or whatever at nighttime yeah. in Ann Arbor. And the guy gets on the car and he goes, he's giving his speech and we're, we're zoning out. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, and we've got two Vietnam deserters over here, <laughs> two heroes. And I'm just like, wait, and we're like, how did, whoa. how did you find out about this? <laughs> yeah. And then what happens is the police hear it and then they're looking for the two characters. Yeah. And yet it takes the police like three days to find them. Yeah. And it, that, and that fact is only like mentioned like when it serves the plot too, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you know you can't come back to the house because they're looking for you now. It's Characters like, come back to house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally, well, they, well, I wanted to see you. Yeah. yeah, instead of hunkering down, literally these characters go in and out of that house for at least another day or two. That, yeah, they they that riot or or you know protest that turned into a riot ends, and over the course of the next seventy two hours, they enter and leave the house no fewer than five times. Yeah. And then the police, I guess, don't even check, like, local hotels or motels for them. Like, that's, that's just right. bad police work. That's right. They then, know. It, 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 it was just silly of who's doing what and who. It, it was so muddled and confusing. What were the good, bad parts of the movie, Kevin? The good, bad parts? Yeah. Um, mm, I mean, my personal favorite was part was... Calculating the amount of time that Teresa Palmer and Liam Hensworth were at that like <laughs> pond, like a full eighteen hours. At least, look, we know it was at least twelve or fourteen. I don't know if they had enough food. I don't think they did. Well, they were. Wa- I noticed that they were walking through the woods in the first scene where they go skinny dipping. Right. And then in, the, in like a later scene, they have like a picnic basket and a blanket. <laughs> and I was like, when did you get that? Did you walk from the lake to the car or to the house again? That's another time going back they to the house. They parked the car and then they walk back to the house and then mm-hmm. walk to the lake. Again, they yeah. went back. They. <laughs> I, I think we should map out this town and where everything is happening. Like the map of Vietnam and yeah. their house. Well, Vietnam is roughly... 60 miles from Ann Arbor in, mm-hmm. as far as this movie is concerned. Yeah. No, um, no, Hong Kong, I should say. Because... Um, I've never heard of Vietnam uh, troops going on R&R in Hong Kong. Like, that was kind of also, like, they're in China? They well, flew was, from Saigon to China? of the movie being set in the 60s. They were like, okay, so we want to do a romantic drama. Um, when do we want to set it? Okay, it's going to be in the 60s. Okay, all right. So the guy, get this, the guy, right? The mm-hmm. guy's a soldier. Okay, well, then he's on Asia, and how can we have a love story if they're not physically with each other? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, right, right, yeah, right. Okay, so so the guy, right, he's on leave. Okay. Right? 
Okay, okay. you want me to play with, along with you with this bit? I'll play along with you. I don't know. I'm kind of half-assed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I took a sip of water. I should join no. you. But, yo, here's the thing. If you're like, if you're like, okay, so they're going to fly to the United States. You know? Oh, so they're going to fly to Berkeley or Los Angeles or San Francisco, the height of the hippie movement and the free love movement in 1969. California, nah. baby. Nah. What? You're totally wrong. What? They're going to Ann Arbor, Michigan. I'm sorry. What are you saying to me? First of all, not only is it an extra four hours by plane. Yeah. It has not nearly as much cultural impact. No, no offense to Ann Arbor, and it probably is better than a lot of places in the Midwest, but mm-hmm. uh, it is not Berkeley or L.A. or, yeah. or you know, Hate Street or, you know, the South. <laughs> Fuck, even, you know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, this is a movie about mostly white people, so they wouldn't... They wouldn't yeah, that's true. They wouldn't go to the South. This is, a, yeah. this is a movie about white folks. Yeah, this is about... Yeah. Except uh, Isaac. Great character. Yeah. Wished he had gotten more screen time in the beginning. Yeah, that was a really unnecessary wrinkle that they threw in there. It was like, oh, yeah, this guy also, he just got his notice. He's got to go to the war. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, okay, but there were like two or three other plots going on that we still have no freaking clue what's happening, and there's 20 minutes left in this movie. Where are yeah. we going? And Isaac is kind of like, at one point, he's like, I think I'm going to go. And then the Liam Hensworth 2 character, the guy Dawson. who couldn't... Dawson. Dalton? Dalton. Dalton? Dalton. Dalton? It was a lover's Dalton's name. Dalton's Creek? <laughs> it was Dalton's Creek. Don't go to Dalton's Creek, because Liam Hensworth and Teresa Dalton's Palmer Creek. are there. Dal- Dalton's Creek is in Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> Vietnam <laughs> set. <laughs> Dawson's Creek. Yeah, it's uh, it's where they filmed those Forrest Gump scenes. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, they filmed Dawson's Creek in Vietnam. <laughs> and they filmed... And they filmed Love and Honor... In Michigan. Well, fully in the state Dawson's of Creek in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. No, and actually, big ups for them for doing that, because uh, yay for, uh, um, you know, I, U.S. tourism. I know this is a little mean, but do you think they actually used Vietnamese actors for the Vietnam soldiers? Probably See? not. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. It was, I mean, I don't want to... It was poorly constructed. I was like, oh, man, this looks like it was filmed well, in first of all, the backyard. That, yeah, I went back, and I, I listened to us listening to that first scene. Mm-hmm. What'd you find? And I remember how sorry I was for the movie so early on, because they're, they didn't have the budget to have, to have a helicopter. Yeah. Oh, yes. I remember. <laughs> so it was just... There was just a light and some fog. There was a spotlight and the fog machine. Helicopter sounds added in and post. It was like, and you're like, ah, that's. I'm not convinced. Mm-hmm. It's just I could see the fog moving past that light, and they're all running towards it, and then the camera just fades into the light. Yeah. And you're like, God, that this movie. Here we go. Ten minutes in, already off to a great start. Yeah. Yeah. The. You know, that was probably that, that, that might have been there. the best, uh, the best shitty part, the best crappy movie part about it. It's just <laughs> like the obvious production loopholes they mm-hmm. had to go through. Yeah, and I think that was could, almost yeah. endearing. You could tell another part of the production problems was uh, the music choices. It was hilarious <laughs> that they started out with like the classic sixties, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. I hear the moon, moon rising, <laughs> and then it, they're just like, oh crap. We ran out of money for royalties. And then it was just, just like... get as many 2004, 2006 indie pop songs. Get that funeral by Band of Horses yeah. in there for the end. Yeah. They'll take like two grand for that song. Yep. And they, they just like threw in so many like probably like looking for the check 
indie songs at the end. I was like, you got to stick to one era or yeah. one genre of music. Like, it was out. That was when it I was, was like, <laughs> what are you doing? I was gonna, I was gonna be like, it's not a such and such film. Like trying to like reference like a film's like musical director, but I don't have that much like film knowledge to like mm-hmm. reference a very well known. I don't either. Musical director of a film. Oh, like Damien Chazelle. That's that uh, true. True. From that La La Land, which should have won, not. <laughs> wow, that, I, my, that was such an emotional roller coaster right there, Kevin. <laughs> I'm, I was serious. I'm so flustered right now. <laughs> you really? I thought we were gonna have to go someplace on this podcast, no, of and I was not. I was really worried. <laughs> um, so so, give me your final lingering thoughts uh, and leading into your rating for this movie, Kevin. I think it's the most forgettable movie we've watched so far. Oh yeah. Probably. I mean it. It's it's at the bottom of the list for sure. It's there with so undercover. Ironically, pairing Miley and Liam together on the rankings so far. Yeah, not good. I can't. No, I can't believe you think um, the lovers is is better than this movie. I admired the lovers because it was trying to go for something bigger than what So Undercover and Love and Honor were going for. Okay. Like I I I think with these bad movies I'd rather try to reach for the stars than, you know, just be terrible and cheap and not put in the effort to do, you know, good filmmaking. Fair enough. You know. The ambition itself is I prefer worth ambition over blandness. Okay. Yeah. And Love and Honor was bland. It was. And in a decade that's like all about, you know, the colors and the music and, and change and change and, and exciting setting things. and you know you know such a cultural time period. Nineteen freaking sixty nine. If there's not a more important dec, I mean year in that decade. Yeah. It's nineteen sixty nine. And, and they, they paired did it nothing with they the did freaking moon landing. Yeah. And you're gonna throw all that sixties at us and then just make a movie that looks like it was, you know, filmed on a sixteen thousand dollar budget instead of you know. Whatever the budget was, it was just <laughs> it was just sad. I agree. It was yeah. It was. Um, I was actually surprised to see actors like um, the Peter character, the guy with the glasses who ends up screwing over uh, Dalton and Mickey, mm-hmm. and because um, he was in Glow. I forget what the actor's name is. I'll give him a shout out after this. Um, yeah. But uh, and Wyatt Russell, who's Played parts in um, Twenty Two Jump Street, uh, playtest episode play of, test of episode Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. Um, I I was surprised to see those guys in it. Um, it had moments, um, but it never really. It it didn't really have any moment for me that was like I was actually immersed in it and and really enjoying it and loving it. So where does it rank for you? Um, I think So Undercover is better. <laughs> I think uh, your weirdness, your weird fondness for so undercover. I don't think it's weird, man. I think it's a it's a charming movie. This was not oh, a charming God. movie. This no, movie, this movie did the opposite of so undercover. So undercover was a charming movie, and and I disagree with you. Um, <laughs> but I think uh, not nearly as good as Next. Um, obviously, not as good as Jaws Four. I don't know. I give it like a two out of ten. I think it's better than Jaws Four. I mean, I think we enjoyed Jaws 4 more, but I think it's it's a better movie than Jaws 4. 
That's heresy. <laughs> all right. What, okay, all right. After a year, we'll do like a countdown list or something of the <laughs> movies and go back and forth about what I, you know, love and honor should be 32 instead of 37 where I will have like Jaws 4 or something. That'll be Fair a five-hour discussion. Yeah, we can make a debating. bracket. Yeah. That'd be great. After 64? Yeah. What you think will win? It'd be tough for us to do 64. So Undercover maybe. can't be a one seed on your freaking bracket. It won't. Jesus. All right. Well, well. Without any further ado, let's let's go ahead and let's. We added some new names to the bowl. We're gonna pick out of the bowl, but we added some new names to it. So why yes. Don't you give us uh, the... Well, is it your turn or my turn? Uh, I think it's your turn to pick. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. your turn to pick. Well, we added in fifteen Amazon Prime stinkers. Oh wait, no, it's my turn to pick. Okay, it's your turn to pick. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you picked Safe Haven, and I was like, oh, crap. I wish I picked something else. <laughs> well, you didn't. You, you know, someone was looking out for you. Yeah. Because Safe Haven was taken off I Netflix. Had, I had Streaming God looking after me. He was mm-hmm. like, none shall pass. And uh, I just want to say there are, there is a movie in there that is very, very, very undear to my heart. So we're going to pick three and then choose from that? Or? Yeah. Okay. And uh, when we pick it, we'll probably have to watch it. Number one. <laughs> Spiders. I have. I think this is a Netflix one. Do you want me to Google spiders right now? Did I put a year? <laughs> it might be no. It just says spiders on this. Are you sure? Is this a? Do we mix up bowls? I no. Was I it, think it was a correct bowl. Were you bowl. playing a game? Look Kevin? up spiders. Netflix. Just game look up spiders. Last night. Yeah. 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 Because I know you were having a cocktail party. Yeah. You know. Did that's you mix why up I'm the bowls? S- no, I didn't mix up the charade okay. bowls and the bad movie bowls. Spiders. I'm sorry. All right, well, I'll pick all three, and then we can go through and, and kind of, you know, Wikipedia them. and Great, and not pick spiders. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, who Gets the Dog, 2016. Uh, another dog movie. I know, right? We already did, like, the beginning of the relationship and dogs. Now we're going to do the end of the relationship and dogs. Yeah. We, did a mo- we already did a movie about dogs that probably doesn't even revolve around the dogs. Yeah, that's true. This one will probably be mostly about the dog, I think. Oh, I'm, uh, Actually, I don't even know. It might not be. All right, and the third... <laughs> the third movie is Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. Uh, oh, is that the movie that you were talking about? I kind of want to see that. No, that's not the movie I'm talking about. All right, uh, let me get the Google machine out here. I mean, uh, Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. You said you wanted another action movie. I don't think it gets more action-y than a movie titled Cowboys and Dinosaurs. Other than Cowboys versus Aliens, which was not good. Yeah, that was... That was unfortunate. Um, and now, of course, my internet is uh, going slowly. It's not working. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, I think we don't want to do another dogs movie. I think it's between spiders and cowboys and dinosaurs. I know. I was kind of looking forward to the, the movie description for spiders. But um, if you want if you want to just like go with it right now, go with our gut. And How about even... you put spiders back in the bowl? Okay, I'll put spiders back in the for bowl. For maybe a future day. Who, so who gets the dog is, is going... Uh, that's just trash. Here, right, give it to it me. The There's a trash can right next, right next to me. There you go. So next week it will be Cowboys versus, versus dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Johnny, what's your prediction? Who wins, the Cowboys or the Dinosaurs? Um, as a human, I want to predict the humans win, and therefore the cowboys will triumph in the end. Yeah. 
What about you? You gonna root for the dinosaurs? I'm gonna root for the dinosaurs. You know what? I appreciate that in the spirit of competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Go uh, dinosaurs. Best, of, best of luck to you, sir. Best of luck, sir. Go Cowboys. Go dinosaurs. And I'm, I'm, to be clear, I'm not rooting for the Dallas Cowboys. Five minutes of basketball talk. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we we all know that you you all you folks out there were really loving all the episodes where we talk about basketball and just mm-hmm. ramble on and on for yes for you know twenty minutes. Well, um, if you love that, you're gonna love. Yeah. If you love those episodes, you are going to love what we've got in store next. We've got outdated basketball insight. <laughs> Because we're recording this a day or two early. We're going to talk about played out discussions like who's the greatest basketball player of all time. Spoiler alert, it's between Jordan and LeBron. (laughs) We're going to argue with each other about that for roughly 45 minutes, uh, engage in personal insults, and in the end, uh, achieve nothing and be angry at each other. Yep. Which is very different from most sports podcasts. Yeah, that's usually usually not how it goes. Mm -hmm. Um. Kevin, uh, so b- before we go any further, I wanted to I wanted to, to do a word from our sponsors. Okay. Um, do you ever take your laundry to the laundromat and it just doesn't get quite as clean as you want it to? Oh, am I interacting with this ad? That was a question. Oh. This is a live ad read. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I want to be cleaner. What laundromat do you go to, Kevin? I go to the one around my corner. See, I don't see, know the name see, because it's... The fact that you don't know the name tells me that you are in need of laundry solutions for your mm-hmm. life. You should call the laundry experts at 1-800-SUDS-R-US. SUDS-R-US? Yeah, 1-800-SUDS-R-US. They have a mobile application and a website. Go to SUDS-R-US.com. Okay, well, that's 10 numbers, so... Well, you know, they do. Oh, wait, they no, do, that's they... nine numbers. I apologize. There's okay, no apostrophe yeah, you know for what? the R. No, you don't put the apostrophe in the fucking you don't phone put the number, apostrophe. Kevin. I was thinking Toys R Us. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was thinking Toys R Us. Please anyway, continue with this Suds great R sponsor. Suds R Us offers multiple levels of a subscription to their service. And, and the essence of what they offer is, is a personalized pickup laundry system just for you you, you got to interact with the app you, mm-hmm. first, first you're going to go on the app and you're going to sign up and you're going to you're going to create your own laundry profile oh wow yeah like if you have like darks or like yeah very yeah, bright they've colors the darks, they've got how much sheets you know, whether people you should use bleach yeah you've got you've got sheets you've got uh you've got blankets you've got heavy towels mm-hmm. you can do uh you can drop off their stuff to be uh, pressed, if you'd like, if you're gonna put in, some, maybe maybe you're putting your pea coats away for wow. the summertime. You know, it's starting to get warm again. It is. You can't you, wear a pea coat over 50 degrees you outside. Can't. You really can't, you especially can't. not in New York. It's like it's Mm-mm. like the opposite of white pants. It's like once the white pants come out of the closet, the pea coat goes right back in where the white pants were. Well, and then just... the pea coat's got still two months. I think. Nah, nah, nah. No, nope, no, nope, never mind. The pea coat's, the pea coat's the... gone. <laughs> I was okay. wrong. It's Labor Day to uh, or Memorial Day to Labor Day. Anyway. Yeah. So, what? Suds R Us has done for me. Mm-hmm. They've made my life immeasurably easier. Wow. They for for a for the small 
for the low, low price. Small and low. Yeah, it's a small price and it's a low price. For the low, small, low, slightly big, small price of $550 a month. Mm-hmm. Suds R Us will pick up your laundry once every four days. And they will put it in a in a vat with wow. roughly fifty like how they make people's beer. laundry. Yeah, yeah. They actually it's a they have it's, it's a patented method of cleaning a bunch of clothes at once. And and I, I'm not gonna go too much into detail because I'm not sure strictly speaking uh, legal compounds. Talk about yeah. there. But I just want you to know that Suds R Us they get the job done. Wow. Uh, did they TM that tagline? Uh, no, I just, I came up with that. Wow. Suds are us. Suds are us, yeah. folks. Um, it's a real number. So again, 1-800-SUDS-R-US. Um, you can call that to, to get their service mm-hmm. um, over the phone. Um, I prefer using the app and the website, uh, sudsareus.com, and suds are us in the Apple and Android, uh, you know, Google Play stores. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, you know, if you, if you go to suds are us and you'd like to use our coupon code, mm-hmm. um, that would be... Sudsaros.com backslash kicking and streaming. Mm-hmm. And and if uh, and if you're more of uh, if you're more of the kind of person for brevity, mm-hmm. we also have sudsaros.com backslash KNS. And uh, our listeners get a discount, right? They do. They'd get a five percent discount. Wow. Over the five hundred fifty dollars months. Okay, only six. Yes. So five percent. So it's five hundred fifty dollars a month, Kevin. Wow, that's like yeah. It's pocket change. It really is. Yeah. Twenty seven um, thirty off a month. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I don't. I don't. You're you know you're the math guy, not me. Yeah. Um, but I I really I I can't say it enough. Suds R Us just has made my life immeasurably easier. You don't even have to think about it. You know, wake up in the morning, you have your special embroidered Suds R Us bag. Uh-huh. And it's like uh, it's like a dog walker basically. You you let them uh, they 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 have the key to get into your home. They find the they get the bag and they get out. Well, they might use your bathroom first. Well, you, you know, actually, the fact that you mentioned that, yes, they might use your bathroom. And I've even heard that sometimes they'll clean up in your kitchen if they see things are kind of, mm-hmm. you know, out there and awry. You know, things are a little bit dirty. I, I hear they only get the best of the best. Wow. And do you want to know how they get the best of the best, Kevin? How? A little a, a little website called Zoom Recruiter. Zoom Recruiter. Yeah. Zoom Recruiter can mm-hmm. be used to find the best candidates for any job worldwide. And you know what Zoom Recruiter does, Kevin? Find the best candidates for your job. Besides worldwide. that, Kevin, they what? use a they use a patented technology oh. to, to get your listings on all the best job sites. So once again, that's zoomrecruiter.com backslash kicking and streaming zoomrecruiter.com backslash kns for five percent off right uh zoom recruiter you actually get 15 percent off wow yeah and that's a monthly price as well is that five that has variable levels of of uh commitment to the subscription so uh it starts at i believe six thousand dollars a month yeah, and but this is your business pain. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can just write it out. You right? can say it's eight thousand dollars to keep two thousand for yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know, fraud, yeah. fraud's easy. Yeah, um, fraud's easy. Fraud's easy. Fraudsy. Fraudsy. We should get that website. Sorry. No, Kevin. Fraud-sy. You know, ma- matter of fact. Oh no! Someone's already taken it. Someone's already taken it, Kevin. No. And and they they're advertising w- w- with our podcast. Handcrafted. Fraud ideas? It's actually 100% fraudulent toys, ideas, and music. 
Wow. Yeah, it's a it's a very um, it's a very diverse service. Uh-huh. Uh, they have they have they're publishing artists. Uh, they also publish children's books, um, uh-huh. like uh, the rat in the cap. The rat in the cap. The rat in the cap. Yeah, Doctor Poos. Yeah, I heard that um, half the plot of that is basically Ratatouille until you have to pay a copyright fee, and then he totally changes it. The yeah. author, right? Yeah. Essentially, to yes. make it. Yeah, get, you're getting as much fraud as you can in that book. Yeah, you sprinkle a lot of fraud in there. Fraud mm-hmm. is the key ingredient. Yeah. Fra- so fraudzy. Um, you know, you can find that in the App Store, Google Play, uh, wow. Apple App Store. Uh, and if you go to fraudzy.com, please use our coupon code KNS10. Mm-hmm. That is KNS10. Yeah. And you get 10% and, off? And yes, I believe you get 10% off. That's fantastic. Yeah. We really let, we, we like to get our listeners some good deals. So we want to give, we want to get those out to you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you're getting getting some good products and uh, some good services and, and getting a good deal on them. And we're getting a great deal on saying those ads. Yes, that we, we are. They're giving us millions of dollars. Millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> don't try to be clever. This isn't doll hairs, okay? No, this is no. This dollars. is money. D-O-L-L-A-R-S. Hamilton's baby. Well, yeah. Lots of Hamiltons. Well, lots of Hamiltons. More, more Benjamins. More Benjamins, yeah. If you break the Benjamins down, you get Hamiltons. Yep, and then uh, they ran out of Benjamins, and they gave us a few uh, Jacksons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they actually shorted us a little bit, too. But it's yeah. no big deal. Uh, yeah, we got shorted. It's fine. We're, we're, we're starting out. You know, we're getting our we're getting our feet under us. Big mm-hmm. shout-out to Zoom Recruiter. Yes. Fraudzy. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you remember the other Suds one? Us. <laughs> and 1 800 Suds R Us. That's a real number, folks. Dial it in. That is a real number. Call it, see what happens. Yeah, Martha will answer. Martha or? She can be a little brusque. Oh, jeez. Just, you know, you got to give it back to her. She's, she's, uh, she's from Brooklyn. Uh huh. You got you to gotta send it right back. You know what I'm saying? I guess so, yeah. You know, because she's from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So Brooklyn, the house. You know, she she some she sometimes she's just walking here. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for reading those ads. Yeah, I feel I am glad we could get some ad reads on, onto the show. Um, mm-hmm. Glad we could have some support out there from some sponsors, and yeah. uh, let's, we'll keep it going. Absolutely. So um, there was something else we wanted to talk about today, Kevin. Yeah. A little something in the news. Um, why don't you why don't you well, give the listeners a little... We talked about the potential demise of Snapchat. Now we're talking about the potential demise of Facebook. So watch out. Don't show us our your app that you're making. Because <laughs> when we talk about it on the podcast, boo! Yeah, we're not advertising for Facebook. Stock goes down. Yeah. No we're, more. And, and we are actually stock investors. You can take what we say as mm-hmm. advice... Yeah. In the stock market. And you should, in fact. You should. Like I said, you know, I said last week, I said, invest all of your money in Facebook. <laughs> Nothing bad is going to happen to that company. <laughs> Nothing at all. And they said, well, have you heard this Cambridge Analytica? And I said, trust me on this. <laughs> you know what they have in Cambridge? Nothing Only d- bad is going to happen I would this. love to see some Analytica of MIT and Harvard. That's Mark all I'm Zuckerberg saying. is totally not going to screw up his response to this because he is not socially awkward yeah, Mark- or has... Trouble with public speaking. Mark He's going to be fine. Great representative to assure for your company. 
the investors. Yeah. He's going to be fine. He's a he's doing real good at crisis control, Mark he Zuckerberg. Is, because he always He's just has someone been. who should be talking and people should be listening to yeah. when they uh, when they're worried about something. Yeah, we all saw the social network. We all saw how he handled every single crisis and didn't make the wrong decision. Real charismatic fellow that guy. Yeah. Um but yes, Johnny. Uh, to, to be totally real, Cambridge Analytica, crazy. Yeah, uh, they're stealing data from people. Facebook's involved and likely complicit. I don't see Facebook ever like going down though, because it's so I see huge it going at down. this point. You wow, really? Yeah, I don't see how it can sustain itself. What do you mean by that? I mean, well, number one, the trust of the people with Facebook is definitely broken by now. In terms of the Russian interference and this Cambridge Analytica story. There's a lot of people in the world, man. I know. And I mean, one-fifth the world uses Facebook or has a Facebook profile or is being paid to have Facebook profiles. So- and there's a lot of people that aren't <clears throat> super, like, woke to, you know, like, up-to-date on current events that, like, either wouldn't care at all about this or, like, hasn't even heard of it and and probably doesn't care anyway. Well, I think Facebook isn't becoming the primary way to share anymore. Maybe it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Mm, we said at the same time, Jinx. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I think, can we agree on one thing, Johnny? What can we agree as on? As two Facebook users, and I hope our listeners as well can agree to this, let's stop taking quizzes on Facebook. Yeah, don't don't click let's on just, anything. Don't, don't, literally, don't click on anything on Facebook. Yeah, if you're going to do like a which sex in the city character are you, like... Click out of Facebook and just find that on BuzzFeed or something. Because clearly, <laughs> they're getting you with these quizzes. All I do on Facebook anymore is either RSVP to or create events. Or say you're interested in events that you have no interest in yeah, attending. Yeah, well, exactly. Or I just scroll through Facebook while I'm sitting on the toilet and we'll go down like a video rabbit hole. Yeah. Like I'll start by watching like a Vice Munchies kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And With then, Action like, Bronson. Yeah, and then, like, the next will be, like, an interview of Sarah Paulson on, like, mm-hmm. Variety. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's, like, a cat video. And then after that, it's, like, an animated thing from, like, I don't know, CNN. Or, it's crazy oh, what's the, I, the, the different tangents you can go pretty on. pretty interesting with what you're saying is, like... You didn't say, like, I go on there to see, like, photos of my friends, or I don't go no. on there to see what my friends are posting or stats, you know, my family members, you know, the birth of, you know, a new, you know, cousin or something. You, you, we're just scrolling through it there for the events and for what people share. And I just yeah. think no one can trust what people are sharing now. And no one likes that people are sharing these articles and videos and, you know, these, you know, memes that are clearly pushing an agenda. Or idea, or just plain, you know, yeah. filler. And I mean, if I were to go on any awesome trips, uh, you know, from now in my life forward, I wouldn't, like, take a bunch of pictures out there and put them all on Facebook. I want to monetize those shits, man. I'm going to yeah. sell them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or gram them. Or gram them. Yeah. Yeah, probably gram them. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of my point is we're not sharing on Facebook as much any more personal stuff because I think that trust has been broken. I would still be very surprised to see Facebook, quote, go down. Mm-hmm. But I certainly don't use it as much as I have, and it's, you know, even continuously on a downward trend. So I don't really know what to expect either. Yeah, it, but I, don't know. I just I can't see myself. I want to delete Facebook, 
And I think I might either try to delete it by the end of this year or to create a totally new one. Like save all the photos on, you know, somewhere in my uh, hard drive and then just create a totally new Facebook. What would you do with that new Facebook? I would just pick, you know, probably like 100, 200 friends I actually care about and would want to see updates of or want to see their political views of. <laughs> because, you know, getting Facebook you gotta, in You got to craft your bubble, right? Yeah, I want to craft my <laughs> bubble. Well, it's like I don't have a nice, comfy bubble. I want a nice, comfy bubble, but it's more. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm making fun of you, Kevin. I, I feel know the same you are. way. I feel the same way. What? I would do the same. Yeah. Why not? Because, you know, who knows how much that person, whatever they're posting or sharing nowadays, especially when it's a political or you know, personal, uh, thought, or personal rant, you know, who knows how much they've been influenced by, you know outsider things on facebook and outsider articles and that's what's uh, scary yeah i agree with you so the reason why like we're talking about facebook and, and cambridge analytica and why it matters is because cambridge analytica was using user data that came in technically in a breach from facebook right it has been mm -hmm. classified as a data breach Yes, it is. It is. That's what it is. From 50 million users of Facebook taken in surveys, like you said, right? Well, what would happen is if you would take one of these surveys, it would say this is for you know educational purposes, and we just want to get your point of view, and yada, yada, yada. That's what we would you know use this for. Mm -hmm. But then what happened is they would use your data and then your friend's data. Yeah, so yeah. you didn't even, yeah. you wouldn't Cause, even cause necessarily have to take... 50 million people didn't take this Cambridge Analytica quiz. Yeah, you wouldn't even necessarily have to take the quiz to get your your data compromised. Mm -hmm. Well, that's uh, that's creepy as hell. And another, yeah. another strike against um, the lovely folks on the, in the Trump campaign and all their... You know, yeah, and this wasn't just Trump. This was this is a. They people, actually worked on Brexit too, right? Yeah, Brexit, and they worked on um, they worked on a lot of um, con congressional campaigns and Ted Cruz campaign. Yeah, it's just funny how we continue to like widen the scope of like from like the Trump campaign and like the people associated with it and all their constituent businesses and like all the people that they did business with and like it turns out like. I mean, it doesn't really surprise anybody, but, like, the further out you go and the more interconnected these businesses are that were related to the election, it's, like, they're all just so corrupt and dirty and did, mm. did, did like, illegal, shady yeah. shit. It's, ugh. It's just disgusting. Yeah, and that shows you how much still social media is the wild, wild west. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the Wild Wild West. Oh, we did not watch that movie. The Wicked Wild Wild West. But Johnny knows the song, apparently. <laughs> I, I I don't know if I've ever seen the entire movie. I just know mm. the song. Well, it's on Netflix now, I think, if you want to watch it eh. after this. Want to fall asleep to watch a Wild Wild West? <laughs> Isn't it like Will Smith and... Um... Kevin Klein. Oh, it's Kevin Klein. I thought it was... Oscar uh... winner Kevin Klein and Tony winner. Oh, well, good on him. Mm -hmm. A thought... renowned, respected actor. I thought it was... Uh... I thought it was um, Coogan. I thought it's. I thought it was Steve, Steve Coogan. Coogan. I wish it was Steve Coogan. Yeah, would have been good. Steve Coogan's hilarious. He is hilarious. Alan Partridge. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, was there anything you wanted to add to the Facebook Cambridge Analytica discussion? Any anything else we? I forget what we wanted to talk about. 
thing. Well, we were just we were just saying like, wow, that's a big topic that's in the news. Let's throw us in there. Oh, true. But I but I don't know if you if you're gonna read like anything about the aftermath of this, read about Facebook's like response time because it was bad. Not good. It was like when they realized that the stories were gonna come out about Cambridge Analytica was when they emailed them like, hey, can you delete the data, please? <laughs> Everyone in their fucking emails. Yeah. Hey, could you want to delete the data? Has nobody ever seen Goodfellas? I guess. So. I mean, you just have to extrapolate Goodfellas and the technology they had then to like what people have today, and you just can't ever do anything on a phone or yeah. on a device. You got to just talk to everybody in person, people. Yeah. Okay. No and more. That, no yeah. more emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too easy to just get your shit hacked, or for you to do something wrong like an idiot. And then they subpoena your emails or find them, God forbid. Mm -hmm. Sorry, that was my little diatribe. All my emails from November, <laughs> November 1st, 2016? Carter Page? <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, if I, if, if I was to walk into Carter Page right now, it wouldn't be very friendly. Yeah. Oh, is that, is that for real, Sam Nunberg? <laughs> you, you say I'm going to jail for this? You say I'm going to jail for this? You think I'm going to go to jail for this? Oh man! Shout out to Sam. Yeah, we need to do a "What's New with Sam." <laughs> we have a Sam segment. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, someone that I hang out with and have known for a long time, um, and just added something to our podcast. Um, Will Robinson, also known as Silvic Blue, uh, has that's his artist name. Mm -hmm. uh, created some good little music for us to used for some transitions uh, and the intro for this song. So the new intro that we're using, it's called Sad Man the Second by Silvic Blue. Uh, it's pretty Word. groovy. Yeah, and we like, uh, you know, using our friends' uh, music, you know, giving, giving our people we know a chance to expand their platform. So, um, again, please uh, comment, rate, and subscribe on our podcast because we'd love to hear what you have to say. Hit us up on Twitter at your fave podcast and on Gmail at uh, kicking and streaming pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it, folks. Um, we would love to uh, continue to speak into your ears, so keep listening. Uh, and get ready next week for Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. Oh, that's going to be good. That's going to be good. You want an action movie, you're going to get it. <laughs> I think we need an action movie, right? Sure. No, but like, well, you our last really action movie was... didn't get your action fill out of The Lovers, so... No. No, it wasn't an... It, what, one scene in Vietnam, and then they're in Ann Arbor, Michigan? It's like, it's basically uh, like love one That's Love and scene. Honor. Oh, love, love, oh, The Lovers. Um, yeah. I don't know. Not really. <laughs> no, I want like a next level... As in next, as in the movie we watched with Nicolas Cage. I want that. I don't think it's going to bring you a next level action movie. <laughs> I need a next level action movie. This sounds man. like something that aired on the sci-fi channel, so. Well, I can use some weird, too. And yeah. we haven't gotten enough weird lately. Well, I hope this is weird enough give for me, you. Give me the weird action. I'm oh, here yeah. for all of it. Uh, and with that, we'll, uh, we'll leave you folks. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Bye.